0: Hi, I'm Brian
1: and I'm Michaela and this is Drink the Movies,
0: a podcast where each week we try to recreate a classic movie drink and discuss the movie that inspired it.
1: Thanks for joining us. Now let's drink the movies.
0: Well, hello, and welcome to episode 124 of Drink the Movies. I'm Brian here, as always, with Michaela. And Michaela, uh way back, going your way back, time machine, back to 1985. The world was taken over by one Super Mario Brothers. Mario and Luigi were on everyone's home entertainment system. Uh, the Nintendo, uh, you know, I didn't get one in 1985. I was still a wee bit too young for that. But fast forward myself to the year 1989, got that Nintendo, played Super Mario Brothers, uh, and it's been an important part of my life. And last night we went and saw the Super Mario Brothers movie.
1: We sure did. And I've got to say, um, I was worried. I was very skeptical about this film. Uh, this is a remake or a, a reboot. There was a film done in 1993 that was not great. Uh, there was a, there were a it bunch of video games. It, it was, was pretty it? great. Yeah, mean... I mean, I mean, it was it, it was
0: it was uh, fine. It was fine. It was fine. Okay.
1: All right. Well, uh, I I I didn't love it. I will say. So I was a little skeptical because I, when this film came out, you looked at me, Brian, and you said, "We're totally going to do this, and we're going to find some really cool drinks, and it's going to be awesome, and I cannot wait." And I was like, "Please, please, universe, make this be so." <laughs> and we're going to talk about all the things because I think that the universe did us right on this. I think I think it did, and um, I can't wait to get into all of the things.
0: That's right. Yeah. Ye of little faith. It did do us right. It did us right uh, at the movie theater. It did us right on our cocktail and mocktail this week. It did us right back in the lobby bar when we made up that milkshake. That was delicious. Go listen yeah, that to was great. that. Uh, but but we've got two drinks coming for you uh, for this episode. So Michaela, we're going to travel to Mushroom Kingdom. We're going to mix up a mocktail and a cocktail for everyone. So why don't we do this? Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to, uh, you know, pay honor to Princess Peach, the best princess in the land. We'll be right back.
1: So, this week we are mixing up a cocktail and a mocktail in honor of the princess of the Mushroom Kingdom, who's Princess Peach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she is my favorite princess, I think, of all time. Uh, everybody asks, you know, who's your favorite princess? And people expect you to say something in Disney. And normally I would say Aurora, Sleeping Beauty, because of the same reason that I love Princess Peach. Everything around her is not actually peach, it's all pink. She's got heart-shaped bangs which I did not realize until I saw this film but very exciting. she's amazing. She has a lot of pink yeah. stuff. she's a total like <laughs> like hoss I love it.
0: Yeah, she, she does have a lot of pink. That's true. She had all sorts of pink outfits in the movie. Um, and, you know, we're mixing up a couple of cocktails that are going to be uh, kind of peachy and kind of pink in color uh, to pay tribute to her. So first, Michaela, uh, we need a good mocktail for Princess Peach, right? You might have, you know, some people that want to do a mocktail, uh, you know, or some kids if you want to have like a Mario party, uh, which is which is another uh, game, I guess. Uh, but you could, you could be having a Super Mario Brothers party where you're watching uh a Mario Brothers movie where. You're playing the Mario Brothers games, hanging out, having a Mario Kart party. Uh, make this mocktail. That'll be a good time. So this is pretty simple to do, Michaela. You're going to uh, basically get a glass with some ice, and you're going to put in uh, roughly a third of a cup of peach juice, peach nectar, uh, and then about a third of a cup to a half a cup-ish of, like, 7-Up or Sprite or uh, probably, like, sparkling lemonade, but, you know, some sort of lemon-lime soda kind of thing. Starry. And
1: <laughs> the brand-new <laughs> yeah, yes. brand Starry that used to be Sierra Mist. Oh,
0: well, see, uh, learn something new every day. So you're going to take that and then you're going to float just like a tablespoon and a half, roughly of grenadine on top of that. Um, and it's going to kind of striate through and turn your peach concoction into this luscious pink color, just like Princess Peach does when she's doing all of her outfit changes uh, in the movie we saw last night, Michaela.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got to say I was a little skeptical uh, because I love peach nectar. I love that. I love the mouthfeel of it. I was a little worried with the Sprite that it would be like bubbly uh, thickness. It would be a little Mm. too thick for the Mm -hmm, bubbles. mm -hmm. I gotta say, I was proven wrong. This is amazing. Um, This is really good. Now, if you wanted to make this a cocktail, you could add vodka, rum, gin. You could add a bunch of different types of alcohol (laughs) in it. Um, I think bourbon would really be nice with the peach, maybe even, Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. however, this is one of the best and easiest mocktails I've ever had. And I'm kind of sad because we love the, these ingredients seem so simple, but I don't, we've never put them together before. So really good. That's,
0: that's right. Yeah. This was a really good one. Um, this recipe, um, it came off of, uh, I, I don't remember where I saw it. I saw the methodology having some some of the juice and the seven up. So I wanted to try it with the peach juice here for uh Princess Peach, of course. Uh, so this was delicious. Uh let us know if you try this one at home. Um, and then let us know if you try this next one at home, uh, Michaela, because this one, this one was good. This was a little bit more fancy. Um, but you know, it kind of combined the things that make Princess Peach you know princess peach so this one's going to have some peaches in it it's got some kombucha with which is like a i don't they call it like mushroom tea because it's like this fermented tea uh with this thing on top of it um I I don't know. This one felt very fancy and elegant, but we had to tweak it a little bit, Michaela. This one came from Wine Enthusiast, and we're calling it Peach's Castle. Uh, So, what you're going to do is you're going to take um, and muddle in your shaker tin. Uh, It called for a half a teaspoon of pink peppercorns. We thought that was too much. So, we're going to go with a quarter teaspoon of pink peppercorns, uh, like three slices of peach, and you can throw a strawberry in there if you want to, to give it a kind of a pink hue. Uh, So, you're going to do that. So, muddle that up, get it all nice and uh, juiced up, and then you're going to Add one and a half ounces of gin, a quarter of an ounce of agave nectar, a pinch of pink salt, um, and then uh, some ice. Shake that up, strain it into a coupe glass, and then you're going to top it with a ginger lemon kombucha, uh, which is very effervescent, which is really, really strong ginger flavor. Um, and then you're going to sip and enjoy. You can garnish it with the strawberry if you want to stick to the pink kind of color scheme you can garnish it with a peach if you want to go with more of a princess peach uh color scheme uh but this was really good Michaela. it felt very sophisticated kind of with that that little hit of pepper um and that salt and that spice Mm. of the ginger
1: was really good yeah no i really enjoyed this one it felt very adult (laughs) because of uh the pink peppercorns i i think felt i felt very grown up uh making this drink um the pink is great but i do think um that the the ginger lemon kombucha, of course, if you don't have ginger lemon, you could use something else. I think that that really is what set this drink on on fire, as it were, because mm-hmm. you get this richness um in of, you know, in the pink peppercorn isn't like if you've never done pink peppercorn before, and I think we've I think we've maybe done it twice. Um, it's not like hits you with pepper. Uh, it's It's kind of a more subtle feel um, or taste to it, which is why the ginger lemon is really amazing here because Mm -hmm. it gives you this kind of extra oomphness to it without it being like a mouthful of pepper. Now be careful because if you put too many peppercorns in it, your mouth will be on fire and it won't just be the ginger. Um, so just know that now, but, um, I really liked this. I am not a huge kombucha person, I've drunk it. um, And when I'm trying to like, look after my gut health, uh, I hear that's really good for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is kind of like a cocktail salad then. It's (laughs) It's <laughs>
0: that's right it's got fruits it's got uh, the kombucha in there um it's got uh, yeah it's basically uh, a vitamin those... it's it's basically like having a vitamin absolutely it's going to keep you in good health and on your way to uh rescue princess peach who is likely in another castle so uh yeah this was really good give it a try let us know um if you try either the mocktail or the cocktail send us pictures um all that good stuff uh let us know if you make one of those milkshakes from the lobby bar cuz that was good too so um Michaela what we need to do, I think, is we need to go, we need to find, yeah, a warp pipe and head our way into the Mushroom Kingdom because we have a lot to talk about uh, in getting into the Super Mario Brothers movie. So let's whip up another Peach, Peach's Castle or the Sparkling Peach mocktail. Uh, we'll do that and we'll be right back to chat about this week's film, Super Mario Brothers.
1: Spoiler warning for the Super Mario Brothers movie. If you've not yet seen this film, you're probably not alone because it just came out like a week ago. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about all the things. And if you play the game, you'll probably follow along just fine. But if not, I highly recommend that you stop what you're doing. You go make yourself a princess peach or a sparkling peach cocktail mocktail concoction and then you can come back and you can chat with us because we're going to get into all the toadstool things
0: <laughs> all the toadstool things that's right we are headed into a mushroom kingdom to talk about super Mario brothers so uh as you said Michaela, this was just released uh last week um april the 5th i believe in 2023 is made by illumination studios who you know from despicable me and the minion stuff uh this was directed by aaron horvath and michael jelenic and it stars uh, mario and luigi of course princess peach toadstool bowser uh donkey kong uh who are playing those people mario is voiced by chris pratt luigi uh by charlie day Princess Peach is Anya Taylor Joy. Toadstool is voiced by Keegan Michael Key. Bowser is Jack Black, and Donkey Kong is Seth Rogen. And of course, there's some other uh, voices in there. We're going to talk about as we get into this story. But uh, Michaela, this movie served largely as, you, as you mentioned, if you if you played these games, if you know this world, and you kind of know how this is going to go, this movie is basically a medium to make you feel all of all of the happy. Video game feelings that you've had for like your whole life of, you know, being with these characters and seeing them and all the throwbacks and things. That's what this movie is all about.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely is. Um, I got to say, so uh, we're going to set the stage. We watched this just last night. Um, We watched it at at a late showing. Uh, because it was the only place we could get tickets. Um, And so even my son, who normally is in bed by the time this movie started, uh, was excited to see this film. He was less excited than us because he has not experienced that joy that was a da-da-da-da-da-da-da beginning, right? He Mm -hmm. had no idea. But both you, myself, my husband, we all were like, oh my gosh, because there are so many Easter eggs in this. There's so many things that it does that pays homage to all of the different versions of games that you may or may not have played since it came out in 1985. Um, which is really hard to do because there's a lot of different types of games that there were, right? There was the mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. The, the screen jumping kind of world exploration game um, that quickly moved into a different kind of world exploration game where you had like Mario 3D there, of course, Mario Kart, where you had to design and pick your own, like, car chasing kind of action, uh, based game. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there. And so to be able to create something that was going to touch each and every one of those people's experience and their kind of pleasure center in their brain that connects them to that time of their life, uh, Mm -hmm. that's pretty amazing and pretty special. And, um, Again, uh, I I've told the story maybe in the lobby bar earlier, but when you looked at me and said we're going to watch the Super Mario Brothers movie and we're going to make a cocktail I was like, are we, uh, this could go real bad but I have to say, I'm so glad we're doing it because it's, it's really worthy It, it is very much worthy.
0: That's right. Yeah, it is very worthy for sure. So let's get into this uh, movie a little bit, uh, Michaela here. So it, it gets started off. We are seeing um some a bunch of Koopa Troopas. The they're the little turtle guys. They're there. They are armed to the teeth. They have helmets. They are ready to go to battle. Uh, Bowser uh, walks down, voiced by Jack Black. He is uh, making his proclamation that he is headed to the Mushroom Kingdom. Anyone who stands in his way is going to get it. I have to say Bowser's like little like floating uh, barrage of an island that he lives on is really cool looking it's got like his face like carved in stone on the front of it it's all it's all like volcanic and uh pretty crazy there are some very cute adorable little penguins that step out to uh try to stand in his way um but you know they don't really pose any sort of threats and bowser is off on his way to mushroom kingdom we don't know why he's going there yet uh but maybe it's because of love maybe maybe love drives you to mushroom kingdom i don't know but let's go to the real world let's go to brooklyn new york we're gonna check in with mario and luigi uh mario voiced by chris pratt luigi by charlie day uh they are plumbers by trade they are starting off a new business venture and we get to get to see them and the most amazing commercial of all time
1: oh it is the most amazing commercial of all time they're like they have the worst italian accents i think i've ever heard um they are talking about how they can fix anything and they can save everybody money and they can be there really fast and it's a, it's fun fa- you know mamma mia it's very um very like italian new york kind of style and they're excited about it mario's looking at it luigi is like oh my gosh this is art this is so amazing we're this is the best film i've ever seen um and it's unfortunate because it, what what's happened is Mario and Luigi have gone out on their own, uh, to create mm-hmm. the this this plumbing business. Um, their former boss um is kind of making fun of them like i can't believe you guys are that silly to go out on your own doing your own thing um their family is excited when they get home they're all having pasta which looks amazing by the way i just want to i just want to say i Mm. was so hungry for for like whatever they were eating at the end of this meal because they're all like scooping it up the animation is amazing um and so they're talking about how they're kind of playing uh poking fun at mario and luigi and they're like oh you're You know, you may never amount to anything. I can't believe that you're taking this big chance. And the father, their father um, doesn't really uh, believe that they're, that it's going to go anywhere, Um, even though they've spent the very last bit of their life savings on this really funny um, and very heartfelt commercial to try and get business
0: on this absolutely amazing commercial yeah the the commercial is is everything you would hope for out of like your local uh business commercial that you see it's so great um i really like kind of at this at this dinner they're eating that pasta that does look delicious you're correct but Mario's not uh that excited about the pasta because it has mushrooms on it which is kind of a a little bit of an in joke because obviously he's going to be traveling to the mushroom kingdom and having to eat mushrooms uh for his power up so you'll see him like picking the mushrooms off of his pasta and sticking them on luigi's plate which i thought was really fun um and mario's father is voiced by Charles Martinet, which is also great because Charles Martinet does Mario's voice in all of the Mario video games. So uh, pretty cool that he gets to uh, be part of this, Um, even though, you know, Chris Pratt obviously is doing Mario's voice here in the film that he still got to be a part of it. So uh, I guess business is is maybe hopefully going to start picking up. They get their first call. They get to go to uh, a house to fix a little tiny leak. It doesn't go that well uh, for the Mario brothers, unfortunately. So they're sent back home, you know, with their heads hanging. They're feeling pretty down about on themselves but you know mario is a man with the plan watching the news he sees there's a water main break um in brooklyn he's gonna go he says luigi let's go we'll save the day we'll get down there um and i really like kind of kind of this it pays homage to uh kind of like the the, you know, the platforming game that uh, Super Mario Brothers was. You see Mario and Luigi kind of running through the city, uh, jumping around on uh, these different kind of things, you know, traversing. But but they get there. Uh, they see the water main break. They go down to try to fix it. Um, unfortunately, they're not able to do that. But they do find a big green pipe. And where does that go, Michaela? I don't know.
1: Yeah, it goes to the Mushroom Kingdom, which is a place full of mushrooms and little people i think they're like toadstools is what they're called um yeah. one in particular is named toad he's like the cutest little guy they're all super adorable they basically got mushrooms for heads or for hats and they're all in multicolored. um uh, like they're they're super cute um and they all look like they're peace-loving sweet individuals and mario's like hey um where's my brother because he is his brother has gotten like lost it, it, through this like loophole that they got sucked into. And so Mario lands in the mushroom kingdom. We don't really know where his brother is, but he's like, Hey, I, I got to find my brother. Uh, I can't live without him. Like they're super close. And so of course this little toad guy, uh, he's like, Hey, I'll take you to princess peach. And so they start going through the city and it start. And of course, then you hear the music and the score of Mario brothers. And it's so great because they go through all these like little areas of the town and, um, Nobody's trying to kill them, and so it's not quite like the video game, but it's close enough.
0: That's right, yeah. It is, uh, you're getting a little homage of the different, uh, kind of locations of you know that you've seen maybe if you've played the games, but you're traveling around a shroom kingdom with Mario and Toad because, uh, yeah, they got separated right in the warp pipe. They, uh, uh, kind of one of the other recurring themes of this is, you know, the Mario brothers are always. Uh, stronger when they're together, right? As long as they're together, no one can do them any harm, but they get pulled apart. Luigi ends up going, he's in, like, the the dark, uh, very scary forest. There's bats, there are these creepy little ghost-looking dudes uh, that are chasing him around. Luigi is uh, having some bad luck as he gets captured uh, by Bowser. But Mario, yeah, he makes his way to uh, uh, the happier part of Mushroom Kingdom. Him and Toad are going on an adventure. Toad is brave as all get-out, and they're making their way to Peach's Castle, uh, maybe to have one of those cocktails that we had uh Michaela I'm not for sure but uh they get to Peach's castle and we meet Princess Peach played uh voiced by Anya Taylor-Joy um and she seems pretty cool she is pretty uh happy to help uh everyone seems to adore this princess she is uh she is a good leader uh by all accounts but there's some rumors that Bowser is on the way
1: mm, yes at the beginning of the film he goes to this castle filled with really cute little penguins and he gets this big star and if you don't know what that is i can't help you but the star is really important he's on his way to the mushroom kingdom because with the star it gives him extra powers and he is apparently in love with princess peach i don't know how you love somebody and want to like imprison them and kill all their friends but apparently that's the story with Bowser. Um, n- not, a good look on him, but he's very excited. He writes her a couple songs, uh, that are hilarious. Uh, Bowser's played by Jack Black, um, who I, I love deeply. Jack, you're amazing. Um, he is, he imprisons Luigi to blackmail Mario because he sees the competition and he sees Mario as competition to, uh, Peach's love, Princess Peach's love, which is really funny because she just met him. Um, it's 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 not good. He's showing up and he's got this, like you said, he's got this really cool ship island thing that's floating in the sky that looks like him and it's covered mm. in lava and death. And um <laughs> and poor and poor Luigi, he he like gets stuck in this towering inferno of death where there, there are these cages and then there are the cages underneath the cages is like this lava volcano-looking bowl thing that they're all going to die in. And then there's this really cute little ghost-looking thing that's, like, got Mm. the sweetest voice, but that's like, we're all going to die, and it's going to be awful. You know, and, and it's hilarious. It's probably that was probably my favorite part. It was very dark humor, but
0: it it is very dark humor. Yeah, that's uh that's loomily there. I love um they get uh Luigi uh their Bowser does, and he's doing like an interrogation on him and he's like plucking like the hair out of his uh mustache to figure out where Mario is. So he does. He learns that Mario is there um at the Mushroom Kingdom with his uh would-be uh bride, Princess Peach. He's not very happy about that. He is going to make his way to the mushroom kingdom, and like I said, Princess Peach knows that he is is en route. Um she's going to try to help Mario get his brother back. Uh she's a very good ruler as I mentioned and uh how are we going to do that? You have to do a wee bit of training. Mario needs to learn the rules of the Mushroom Kingdom. He needs to learn how to jump, how to duck, how to slide, how to use power-ups uh that make him big and able to to crush things. And I really love this training montage uh because the music for this is uh incredible. Might touch on it again, but part of this is like symphonic uh remixes of the mario themes and things like that and then there's also uh kind of the soundtrack of some absolute banger of songs and in this uh in this particular training sequence we get holding out for a hero by bonnie tyler uh, which most people know from the film footloose uh which is amazing uh, and it's so awesome he's going through this he's running this obstacle course like 10,000 times uh before he finally gets it he is finally able to get through defeat this uh pretend bowser in the obstacle course and they're on their way to get bowser but You can't beat Bowser uh, unless you have a couple more friends in your pocket, Michaela.
1: Yeah, and this is where uh, I was probably my favorite part because we go on this journey. Um, They go to this other kingdom. It's the Jungle Kingdom, which kind of reminds me of, I think, the second game where you had different worlds you had to go visit. Um, And in the Jungle Kingdom, we meet Cranky Kong, Okay, Uh, who is played by...
0: By uh, Fred Armisen. Fred is, Armisen. Uh, is Cranky Kong, yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. And I love it so much. He is hilarious. Uh, Cranky Kong has a son named Donkey Kong. Uh, we might know him from another game, Donkey Kong. They they have a fight. Mario and Donkey Kong have this big fight. Um, you Um, You wonder when they're going to make friends because you really want them to. And after kind of this, you know, not so great start because Donkey Kong is real strong and has lived in this world his whole life. But Mario defeats him. Um after he uh, obtains a cat suit because he finally has mastered this whole power up thing. Um mm-hmm. I'm not as familiar with the cat suit as some of the other suits. Um, Brian. What what were your thoughts about the cat suit?
0: So I I will say, so the, the cat suit, I believe, comes from uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, don't take my word on that. But uh, people in the theater loved it because that got a big uh, roar uh, from the crowd in the theater um, that we were at. kind of every time something happened, uh, you could kind of gauge uh, how much that was appeasing the, the fan and everyone out there. So, yeah, the, the cat suit definitely got a, a loud round of applause, was pretty fun. And, yeah, Mario is able to defeat Donkey Kong and enlist the kong army to go with them to help uh you know get luigi back is kind of mario's ultimate goal here uh but we we've talked a little bit about uh you know Mario trying to get back to Luigi you know Princess Peach trying to stave off this invasion from Bowser but why is Bowser invading you alluded to it Michaela he is in love with Princess Peach he wants to go get her uh he wants to capture her and kidnap her take her to his castle um so they can they can get married they can uh have this ultimate wedding uh unite the kingdoms I don't know Bowser is just full of love and he doesn't have a really good outlet uh for him, for how to deal with that I don't I don't think I don't think but uh but yeah so that's that's kind of fun and i mean if if you've if you played the games and kind of know the story that that's the actual story and i, I do really like in this film that they kind of poke fun at how ridiculous uh the story is that he just wants to get married to this princess
1: very giant turtle angry turtle guy to be yeah. in love with this princess who looks to be kind of human Uh, we allude Mm -hmm. to that in the show, like she doesn't Mm -hmm, really know mm -hmm. where she's from, but the mushroom people all decide to make her the queen after, you know, she gets to a certain age of cuteness. Um, yeah, it is ridiculous. Um, but whatever it, it, this whole, this whole story, the whole game is kind of the premise. I don't know how this made billions and billions of dollars, but it did. It just somehow worked. Um, but yeah, I cannot say how much I loved, uh... You know, the songs, because there's a couple of different scenes where Bowser is like singing uh, like a, a wedding song. Uh, he's writing it down and he's like, "We're it's going to be amazing. It's going to be the most beautiful wedding ever, which I think is really interesting because uh, most grooms, uh, they're just they just want their bride to <laughs> be happy and leave them alone. Like, yeah. But he's like he's like all excited. He's like, I'm going to I'm going to have this wedding reception. I, I'm going to do this ritual sacrifice of all of these prisoners. It's going to be so beautiful and uh this ice flower bouquet thing it's gonna be great um she's gonna love me um but she doesn't love him and it's it's
0: <laughs> she does she does you not almost is. feel it bad
1: is. for him because he but not not really <laughs>
0: that's that's right it is uh it is an unmet love for sure um so yeah so mario princess peach toadstool they have they have the kong army now um you know giving them some aid and what better way to get to bowser and his uh traveling fortress uh than by taking the rainbow road aka mario kart style so i think uh cranky kong is like we need to we need to assemble the carts or something like that so they go and uh it's really funny he's got like mario's like looking at these little dials where it's like the three different kinds of like carts you can build if you've if you've played the game so he does that he makes his little like sports car uh Princess Peach, of course, makes this uh, really sweet-looking uh, Tron cycle that's all pink, and she's wearing, like, a pink motorcycle outfit and a pink helmet. Uh, Toadstool, of course, makes, like, uh, some giant monster truck. It's uh, it's pretty hilarious. And they're yeah. going, they're traveling down Rainbow Road. It is, uh, you know, it's hitting on, on all those uh, Mario Kart nostalgia bits now. But unfortunately, uh, Bowser's uh, troops see them coming. They send out some, uh, I don't know, something. And it blows up Rainbow Road, and Donkey Kong and Mario end up falling in to the water and get swallowed up by some big gigantic scary fish but luckily our heroes uh, have some sort of rocket barrel thing that donkey kong had on his on his bike and they're able to get out of there
1: that's right uh and that's really funny because it looks like the dude's gonna like throw up the the giant uh i don't even know what it is but it's like a really big shark whale looking thing and Mm -hmm, it ends mm -hmm, up throwing mm -hmm. them up they go ahead and fly through the air and it frees, you know, freeze them. And then at the wedding reception, like they're uh, Bowser's like trying to show Princess Peach like all of the ritual sacrifice stuff. And Toad has this ice flower in Peach's bouquet um, right at the nick of time. Peach is freezing Bowser. And the, then Mario and Donkey Kong arrive on the scene to free all the prisoners. It's very <laughs> actiony it's
0: wow wow you are you are painting a picture
1: (laughs) it's not a great picture yeah you really have to see it i think because Mm. i do have to say the colors on this are astounding this is such a beautifully artistically driven film i mean if you've seen the original super mario brothers i ain't gonna lie like at the time it was amazing to look at but when you look at it now um it's a bunch of colored dots basically and the the thing that looks most realistic are bricks i mean that that really doesn't say much the fact that you've taken what we saw 30 years ago or gosh almost 40 years ago and they turn it into the world that we see in this show is amazing and the fact that they they have thought about things i mean i was telling you earlier when we were doing research for this i was trying to find an original picture of princess peach or princess toadstool uh she looks nothing like the princess peach now but (laughs) but she does at the same time it's totally her but the details are there and so when you're seeing all of this action happen it's really pretty amazing um and that's what I'm gonna say about my horrible rendition of this last action sequence because <laughs> it happened really fast. Okay,
0: <laughs> it did happen really fast. Yeah, they they uh, blast off out of that out of that fish. Um, Bowser has captured everyone else off of Rainbow Road. He has taken them up to his little floating uh, castle in the sky for the wedding of all weddings. Bowser is there. He is decked out in a white tuxedo with a top hat. Uh, Princess Peach is there. She's she's going to have to go through. She agrees to marry him because she doesn't want Bowser to rain down destruction on Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, she's going to take one for the team, take one for the little toadstool friends, uh, and, you know, uh, take care of business because that's what Princess Peach is all about. But, yeah, as you mentioned... Uh, Toad has uh, smuggled in a little ice flower for Princess Peach. Uh, She's going to take the flower. That's going to give her the power to shoot ice balls. Um, It's going to change her color scheme from pink to blue uh, just for a minute. Uh, But she's able to kind of freeze this thing where all of the prisoners were going to be lowered into the lava as this, you know, sacrificial wedding gift to Princess Peach. Uh, I don't know. You don't register for that at Bed Bath & Beyond, I don't think, for the, no. the the souls of the captured, I don't think. So uh, I don't know. Uh, that was that was a miss there. But uh, one of those prisoners, as we mentioned, was Luigi. So when Mario and Donkey Kong get back there, they're able to save uh, Luigi. Uh, because Mario has figured out all of these superpowers by now. He's figured out to eat the mushrooms. He's figured out to eat the fire flowers. He's figured out to eat that leaf, which gives him the Tanuki suit from Super Mario Brothers 3, uh, which kind of looks like a raccoon, is actually some sort of bear, we're told. It can fly through the sky, and he flies down, saves Luigi, and the Mario Brothers are stronger together than they are apart. But bad news, Bowser has these big gigantic bullets. Uh, one of them is called a Bonsai Bill. That's going to chase Mario down wherever Mario goes. But uh, Mario has a trick up his sleeve, and sends that right back into the warp pipe that sent him here in the first place.
1: Ah, that's right. Uh, and then they grab Mario and Luigi grab the superstar turns them invincible um, which makes me really happy because I was waiting for this. This happens like once every I don't know other life when I played it I was not very good at this game clearly but you you know for like 10-15 seconds nothing can hurt you and it's amazing and so that's exactly what Mario and Luigi do. They defeat all the Koopas. Um, Bowser is like going off on mushrooms he ends up eating a mushroom thinking that he could get bigger but it was a blue mini mushroom Ha ha! we learned that earlier in the film those don't make you bigger they make you tiny and so now he's a little baby buzzer and they put him in a bottle like a genie they
0: they put him in a bottle yeah so they that bonsai bill that goes into the pipe uh, which basically just sucks everyone back in, so they're back in Brooklyn, back in the real world. Bowser is there, uh, very, very agitated at Mario. Uh, I really love kind of throughout this every time. Uh, you know, Bowser's getting like a like a check in from his from his crew. It's like, oh, is that is that Mario with Peach? Do, do you think that she likes him? As uh, uh, you know, does does she still like me? I really love that. is really hilarious. But yeah, they go back to Brooklyn. They have kind of this final battle. Uh, the Mario Brothers get the superstar, which makes them invincible, and they defeat uh bowser and send him uh back on his way so the mario brothers have saved the day they have saved brooklyn they have saved the mushroom kingdom they finally have the supports of their uh family now it says that it's good for you guys to branch off on your own and uh that's that's kind of it really um michaela the problems are solved so you get a little bit of a couple of post-credit scenes where Uh, Bowser is there playing his piano, still pining over Peach, but maybe a little more agitated at uh, Mario and Luigi this time. You see that he's still very small in his little jail cell. And then there's a second... uh post credit scene that we actually left for, Michaela, uh, spoiler, uh, there's a second one where Mario and Luigi go back down into the sewers, and there's a little Yoshi egg there that got sucked through, too. So maybe there'll be more Marios, and maybe Yoshi will be part of it, because we didn't really get Yoshi. We got uh, one of the scenes, there's like a stampede of Yoshis, and it plays Yoshi's theme when they're going by, when, you know, Toad and Mario are kind of first walking through the world. That's kind of amazing. That's um true. So I don't know. We'll have to see uh, what the future holds for Super Mario Brothers. So that is it in a nutshell there's uh not a ton of story going on here uh like i mentioned at the top this is just a catalyst for uh everyone to say oh my gosh i remember playing that i remember coming home from school and getting that tanuki suit and trying to figure out how to beat mario brothers 3 uh i don't know michaela i really liked this
1: yeah i did too i mean i think You're right. Um, the storyline is not, uh, it's, it's not layered. There's there's not lots of character development. I think, um, you know, certain things, you don't have to know all the ins and outs, which is great because, you know, I, I, I certainly didn't know all of the backstory behind Super Mario Brothers or Donkey Kong. All I seem to know is that he threw barrels around and he didn't like Mario. Great. Um, it certainly didn't stop me from really enjoying the film. It's totally family-friendly. The one thing that uh, I was going to say I wish I had seen more of was Yoshi, because that is one of the, you know, number one characters. A lot of people, I I don't know about your, your, in your days, but like when I was probably in middle school like there was this whole group of people that were like total team yoshi fans and Mm -hmm. so i was gonna ask like hey that was in super marios right i didn't miss that no so i'm really glad that and i'm sorry we missed that last post credit scene i'm gonna have to look it up um but that's cool because that means there's gonna be more we hope from Illumination, which is great <laughs> because there's only so many more of the Despicable Me's that they can do. So,
0: I was gonna say Illumination is uh, nothing if not good for uh, dragging stuff out, Despicable Me and minions. Um, but yeah, this definitely opens the door, I think, to tell more of these stories. Um, and uh, yeah, and I I love kind of that, like I said, the that Yoshi thing with the you know the kind of the running of the Yoshi's that stampede there, and you get that theme. Um, and yeah, just so much of this movie is based on nostalgia Now, some of the the reviews that i've seen i uh, do complain about the story but whatever get out of here um this movie is it only exists to 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 make you feel good and to have these memories now if they make a second one maybe okay you're gonna have to you're gonna have to start uh, thinking about uh the story and how this is but i really loved this because it was very self-aware about how kind of ridiculous the story was right so yeah. super mario brothers It came out in 1985. You know, now you have video games that are 100 hours long that tell these big engrossing stories like The Last of Us that we just watched for the last 10 weeks on HBO, right? This game in 1985 didn't have that story. So all of this lore and stuff has kind of been, you know, just created very haphazardly, you know, throughout the last 40 years. And, and that gets us to where we are today with the Super Mario Brothers, which is which is fun and ridiculous. And it doesn't have to make any sense, uh, per se, because that's, that's what the story is. It's just about having fun and living in this world. And I think the that is is really really neat um now you mentioned michaela that you were a little little worried about this you were remembering back to that uh super mario brothers movie from 1993 i believe it was is that when it was 1993 mm-hmm. yeah so uh 30 years ago that seems like a long time uh but yeah that movie was terrible um it was no good um actually i i take that back i think that it's a kind of a fine like uh apocalyptic sci-fi movie but it's definitely not like a super mario brothers uh movie so if you take if you take that part out of it um you know it's it's still kind of fun and campy but you know it's definitely not like this and you know nintendo had sworn off ever doing movies again when they saw how bad that came off they've been you know super protective of their of their ip and stuff so they've spent a lot of time to do this so i didn't have any worries about it because i knew if they were going to actually go through with doing this it was going to be pretty good it was going to be something that they were going to be proud of to put out into the world and i think this is going to heap all sorts of rewards i mentioned there were a lot of kids there last night uh kids today seem to be as into mario um as i was back in the 80s
1: yeah no i think you're right i mean it just goes to show you never say never number one uh because 30 years will go by and and a lot of things happen in 30 years like we get good actors and we have great animators and great great ideas um I I really did think that this was not going to be as good as it was. I really enjoyed it. And I found that um, all the walks of life that we saw in the theater also seemed to really enjoy it. I mean, there were, like you said, there was a four-year-old that was dressed like Mario. You know, they were there and they loved it. Um, We've been playing Mario now for (laughs) a long time. And we loved it. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really excited to see them open up this franchise a little bit. I think you're right. Um, they need to make sure that they tighten up the story uh, at least a little bit for any ones that they're that are going to come out. Um, what would be really cool is if they could somehow merge this with some of the other homages that you had. Um, because as a big part of my childhood, every time I played Super Mario Brothers, I always did a round or two of Duck Hunt. I know they're not the Mm -hmm. same game, but Mm -hmm. they were sold as like a package. If you'll remember in like 1988, Um, Mm there was this, there was this thing that you would, that you would get. Um, and it was like the very first, um, now they have them all the time. When like the PS5 came out, you got the PS5 and like two games or something. That's the way I got my Nintendo. And so it would be really cool to be like, and then in another world, there are these ducks that are trying not to get shot by a big orange gun. You know, it's just, that'd be cool.
0: Yeah, that's right. They did. They did pay a little bit of uh, homage there. I think in Mario's room, they had. Uh, he had some pictures up of a bunch of the boxers from punch out and then I think the name of the pizzeria was like pizzeria punch out or punch out pizzeria and stuff like that so there there were some kind of some kind of nods there I think Mario is even like playing his Nintendo uh right before he saw the the uh news reel about going to uh try to fix that water main break in Brooklyn so yeah I think that there's going to be that I think that this is going to maybe uh open the eyes of Nintendo as what's possible so maybe you do something like a Zelda movie or a Metro movie uh kind of in the same vein uh i don't know but it definitely uh definitely seems seems to be uh, pretty good and yeah i absolutely love this it was it was the story was was fine and it was ridiculous and it you know knew that it was ridiculous and and i absolutely yeah. loved that and um I, lo- I loved everything about it and now i'm excited to go back in and play super mario brothers again uh the first time in uh, quite a while. Oh well, that's not, that's not true. I played the new one that was on uh, on the Switch and had a really good time with that. So, you know, people are still loving Super Mario Brothers even more than ever. So, uh Michaela um, I don't know. Super Mario Brothers. Uh, I loved I loved it. Loved the soundtrack. I loved our cocktails this week. Um, and I love the cocktails we had at the movie theater last night. We're talking about those in a little bit of depth over on our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash movies. We have uh, bonus episodes and stuff like that. We're going to be talking about what uh, Regal Theaters had to offer in terms of their Mario Brothers uh, cocktails. But what do you think, Michaela? Any parting words here about Super Mario Brothers, about Princess Peach, about Bowser? About Jack Black playing the piano, singing love songs. So someone he can never have.
1: Yeah, if you love someone, don't 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 try to kill all their friends in a ring of fire. Um, That's That's, my that's wise words. And you know maybe ask them if they like you back before you make them marry you. I don't know. Um, I like this. I like the film though. It's very good, very good. I don't have much more commentary than that. Um, But what we should talk about is where people uh, can find us because. Um, We do this a lot. If this is your first time uh, listening to Drink the Movies, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Um, If you want to listen to more of us, you should subscribe. And a good place to do that is on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or anywhere where you're listening. In fact, right now, just... Uh, open your phone or whatever device you're listening on and hit the subscribe button because we do two drops a week. Um, We talk about movies. We talk about cocktails. We talk about mocktails. We do all the things. It's really fun. It's like a giant party. So join us. Um, We're so excited. We've had some... (laughs) Once again, right after the Oscar season, I think a lot of people are really into kind of movies. Um, So we've Mm had mm -hmm. uh, more listeners now than we've ever had before, and it's kind of blown my mind. So um, tell your friends if you're liking what you're hearing. Uh, It just really helps us get all the Drink the Movies stuff out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Do that. We definitely appreciate that. And uh, make sure you're following us on the social medias. It's at Drink the Movies on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook.com slash drink the movies. Uh, you can go to drinkthemovies.com to get the re- written recipes and episode recaps, uh, pictures of our cocktails, all that good stuff. So make sure you're letting us know what you thought about the Super Mario Brothers movie. Let us know if you made up any of these cocktails or have any other fun Mario cocktails. Let us know. Send us pictures because uh, we definitely want to see that. Join us on Discord. We have a lot of fun chatting about movies and stuff we've got going on over there. The link is in any of those social media places I just told you. And follow along. Have a fun time. So uh, Michaela, that is Super Mario Brothers uh, I need to take a break it was it was uh, troubling going through all those warp pipes making it to Mushroom Kingdom and back it takes a lot out of a person so uh, let's go mix up another one of these I think I'm going to go the mocktail route I'm doing the, uh, the peach juice 7-Up and Grenadine that's the way I'm going to go I'll mix you one up too and we'll talk to everyone next time on Drink, Drink the Movies the Movies it's a me
1: As long as we're together, everything's going to be okay.